Hey guys, welcome to the Be Different Podcast. We are your hosts, Brian and Shayla. We are inviting you into our living room to have real conversations about people being different. So come hang out with us. We will talk about real life, everyday stuff, things like marriage, parenting, and why doing life together is always the best option. We'll talk about the good times, the stressful times, and the times that you might feel like giving up. You can learn more about our story at anguishhearts.com. Don't forget to connect with us on social media and welcome to our community. Grab your popcorn and brownies and join us each week. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Brian. And I'm Shayla. Welcome back to the Be Different podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. So glad you found us, whether that was through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, social media, however you got here. Welcome. Somebody shared the podcast with you. Yes. We've been asking for that. So right now, pause, copy the link, and send a text. To somebody. To somebody. To your friends. Yeah. So, hey, been checking out this podcast. I enjoy it. I think you would like it too. Keep sharing it because we know sharing. Is caring. (laughs) If you have not been with us for a while, that's been our ongoing joke for quite some time. Yes. Early, since early season one. Yeah, early season one. You let let everybody know that sharing. Is caring. Is caring. Yeah. If you have not left a review, do that. And last but not least, hit that subscribe button. What are you waiting for? You've been checking us out every week. Might as well finally hit subscribe. Right? Just do it. Just do it. Shayla, how are you this week? <laughs> it's been great. You don't like when I ask that question. No, you think I don't. it's too formal. Yeah, I feel like um it, I feel like it's a redundant answer every week. It's been a great week. It's been a challenging week. Oh, it's been a great week. So I think it's funny because I ask you how how was your week and I've I've been with you. Yeah. It's you, like you know how my week has it's, gone. It's not like we're <laughs> coming together as co hosts and <laughs> once a week to record the podcast. I will tell the listener it is Sunday. We are winning. Hashtag winning last two weeks we recorded on monday and yes. when we record on monday late afternoon early evening it's a very quick turnover yeah to try to edit and post by tuesday morning it's a late monday night but this week it's sunday so for all you early tuesday morning listeners that like to download the podcast right away this one's for you <laughs> <laughs> here's your request no. <laughs> dedication. dedication hey it's gonna put pressure on you then because that means you have to get it done tonight, so it's ready to launch. Well, here's what'll happen: if I don't get it ready to launch by Tuesday morning, I'll just edit all of this out. It won't <laughs> even be part of the podcast. Nobody will ever know the beauty of podcasting. Nobody will ever know. In all seriousness, we don't try to edit too much. No, we want this to be raw and. I mean, the only thing we really edit out is like when we have a fight. But <laughs> oh. <laughs> great segue. And does that mean we have to get right to the topic? Because I'm. I'm just talking. You you would rather get to the topic. Well, I don't. I don't want our listener to have to listen to us fight. So that's your second. Yeah. Second time to use that word. I don't know, Brian. Do we fight? We're gonna get to that today <laughs> on today's episode. Um, fight. That's a great. Yeah, it's a great. Great question. Do we fight? We're we're getting there. We're getting there. As as far as the week goes, you are excited because spring is here. Yes. It, and you had the... Wait, wait. You called me... Not a dirty name. But you called me something this week that I didn't really appreciate. Do you remember what you called me? I don't remember. What? <laughs> okay, so... Is this going to cause a fight on the fighting episode? Oh, listen to this. Um, you called me a typical Midwesterner oh, this week. Oh, yes. This is a thing. This, this is a real thing. If you 
what would be considered a Midwesterner? Somebody who lives in the mid. Did you just drink on the podcast? Yes. Have to, like edit that out. That. Well, gulp. Hey, it's real life. We're inviting people to have real conversations about people being different. We're inviting them into our living yeah, room. And, and you drink, yeah, drink water in our living room. And so. I'm drinking tea and lemonade mixture. Oh, all right. Uh, typical Midwestern. If you live probably somewhere between like central Iowa and central Oklahoma, from western Kansas to maybe the Illinois border no through Illinois I don't know what's next to Illinois on the Anyways. other side Anyways. somewhere in there if it gets above 60 in the spring all of a sudden the shorts come out there were people walking in flip-flops today to church and yeah. it was 62 and 15 mile an hour winds it was not a great beautiful warm spring day it was but the sun's out so it feels good but they had shorts on and t-shirts and flip-flops yeah that's the midwestern issue I have going on but but I had jeans on you did have jeans when you when you called me a typical midwesterner i had jeans and sandals and you're like well you're a typical you're i think even think i had a hoodie on i mean hoodies are hoodies can be worn in any season i think but ye- you had you had winter on top and spring on the bottom yeah why not Here, here's what happens in the fall though it's like september 4th and it's somehow under 70 degrees everybody puts their jeans on and hoodie yeah in winter boots because it's cold but yet in the spring it gets to be 61 we're just anticipating I brian know, anticipating the the warmer weather one of these times one of these podcast episodes we should probably talk about uh seasonal blues how grumpy you get yeah seasonal blues yeah i'm not a big fan of spring or summer yeah i'm i'm already looking forward to the fall <laughs> Because it's 60 degrees out. <laughs> Already looking forward to the fall and winter. Typical Midwesterner. Yeah. But you do like to mow. You you like the yard stuff. And I like it. I you love, love it. it. Yeah. You had the you had the uh, leaf blower out in the garage this week blowing yeah. dust. Yeah. I, I needed to just... <laughs> I just Still in my lungs. I needed to just... I mean, the sun was out. It felt... Hey, our daffodils are coming up and they're, you know, they're budding and... They're going to be blooming soon, so spring is upon us. All right, enough talk about that. Nobody downloaded today's episode to listen to us talk about... Typical Midwesterners. Right. So if you live in like the mountains of Colorado and you get nice weather all year round, well, not all year round, but like... <laughs> what am I trying to say? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> probably cold in the winter. I was like, in Colorado? What yeah, are you talking that's about? Probably, but they have a really nice summer. Yeah. Summers are nicer. Right. Or if you live like maybe in Florida where it's like 85, 10 months out of the year. Well, 85, six months out of the year and 105, the other six months out of the year. You don't know what we're talking about. No. All right. Anyways. Anyways. All right. Moving along. Moving along. Uh, today, we are talking about fighting for your marriage, not in, in your, your marriage. marriage. Yeah. we are. This is one of our favorite topics that we talk a lot about at our marriage events. We have... A whole session dedicated to it. We have a whole week dedicated to it in the marriage mentoring. Uh, we'll put a couple links in the show notes uh, to both of those things. But we love talking about this because so often in a marriage, there is tension. And so often in a marriage, it's just it's just like a given, like, well, we should just fight. It's a marriage. That's what you do in a marriage. You just fight. And, and I, don't, I don't think that's true. Shayla, do you think that's true? Should that be a thing in a marriage? No. Because I think there's a difference between fighting and and having a disagreement. 
right? I mean, you can disagree on something and come to a conclusion. But I think fighting for me, anyways, fighting is that long drawn out process. That's not just, um, you know, a, a one day deal, a two day deal. It's, you know, weeks, months on end. And then once the fight starts, the little things just add fuel to the fire. Yeah. Think about, think about a fight, uh, like a, uh, like a boxer or a MMA fight or even a big sporting event, like a big football game or for that matter, basketball or baseball. Anytime there's a, uh, an, uh, a competition coming up, an anticipation of a battle, you prepare for it. And I think sometimes in a marriage, like we are always preparing for that next battle mm-hmm. because what can we do to win? Right. And, and we, we get into this mindset of, I just want to win, win the day. We talk a lot about that when, when we're talking with couples, just want to win the day, win the argument, win the fight. And that's not the right mindset to have. No, it's not a healthy mindset, especially for a marriage. Right. Yeah. You know, because we, we talk a lot about that your, your teammates, right. You're on the same team. Um, and how are you going to win at anything if you're constantly fighting? You know, fighting for your marriage, it's so worth it. In li- I know, we know right now, some people there are people listening that go, uh, you know what, we don't fight that much. Uh, there's other couples right now that go, we stopped fighting a long time ago because we stopped caring a long time ago. Yeah. So I think being having um, apathy in your marriage is probably just as equally as damaging as having intensity confrontation Mm. right somebody who doesn't care that's equally as devastating as somebody who is as as there's so much tension you're just you're you're at each other's throats all the time yeah i mean that's kind of like the silent fighter right Mm -hmm. you know that the fight that is the you know there's tension you know there's an underlying cause for um the feelings that you feel but you're silent about them yeah some of you listening might you might wish you were you even talked enough to fight and I think back in our marriage and, and if you didn't go, if you didn't listen to episode 11 and 12 of season one, we encourage you to go back and do that. But you know, in our season of darkness, Shayla, there was a lot of apathy. Just, I don't even care. Yeah. Like it's not even worth, not even worth fighting for, even not even be, worth wasting my breath. Right. Because there was just no, there was no care. Yeah. There was no want to. And, and, and so today we're just going to talk through what does it mean to fight for your marriage, not in your marriage. And, and one of the things that that we know causes tension in a marriage is things that the world says, mm. right? We, we, we have, there is so much information feeding us, whether it's social media or maybe it's friends or coworkers, parents. I mean, there's, there's so many voices trying to persuade our thoughts. Yeah. And a lot of times that, that is actually what causes the tension. Those voices are louder. Right. Than, than the truth. Than the truth. Yeah. Or what, because here's the thing, when you got married, I don't think anybody gets married with the intent of like, I hope we fight all the time, or I hope there's always a constant tension. And, and granted, we know that some relationships are not healthy in the engagement period and probably never should have got married to begin with. But most marriages, the, the engagement period, the dating period is pretty healthy. It's pretty positive. You get married and then somewhere along the way, all these other, all these other voices start chirping in your ear. And it causes that, those questions of, am I, do, do I really need to stay in this? 
Is it really worth it? I don't think I'm in love anymore. And so, Shay, let's talk through some of those phrases that that we know people hear or they think. Um, you know, we like to we, we refer to them as as what the world says. Yeah, you know, what the world says that hate. You know, it's okay to complain about your spouse. You know, maybe that's in a work setting or with your your best friends or um, you know whatever setting that you're in. You know be careful and and choose wisely and, and have a safe place to, to talk, right? I mean, I, I'm not saying that you can't confide in somebody, right? But, but Brian, we have to be very cautious because if we share something um, with a friend or a coworker or um, whoever it may be that, you know, hey man, we're struggling in our marriage. Is that person going to help you fight for your marriage or are they just adding fuel to the fire? And I think we have to be very, very, very cautious on who we have as our army behind us or walking and, you know, beside us to walk into the battle. And the battle should be, you know, fighting for your marriage, um, reconciling whatever is going on um, and, and coming back together, right? Um, you know, so the world says a lot of the time, you know, Hey, it's okay to complain about your spouse. I do it all the time. You know, you look at it on, you know, movies or whatever it might be. Like, it's okay. Complain about them. That's normal. Well, think about when you're in, when you are in a setting with friends or coworkers and somebody starts telling a story. Well, what does every, what do, what do most people do? One up. They try to one up the story. So, you know, if you're talking about a vacation trip, oh, really? Well, one time we well, did this on vacation or, and, and it ha- that happens in your marriage. If somebody starts complaining about your spouse, about their spouse, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, th- you know what? Guess what my spouse did. And then it's like this, this game of whose spouse is, <laughs> whose spouse is worse. Yeah. But, but when things get tough, the world says it's okay to complain about your spouse. And I think you make a good point there. There, there needs to be a safe place to share marriage struggles, but there's a difference between sharing a marriage struggle and complaining about your spouse. Yeah. Right. If I, if I go to a friend and say, Shayla bugs the heck out of me because the laundry's not done. Well, that's different than we are really struggling to find time to get some, even the the household chores done. Mm -hmm. Right. That's a, that's the same issue. The laundry's not done, but there's two different ways to say it. Well, you, the first one you said Shayla and the second one you said we, Big difference. Big difference. Right. Again, same name, same team. Yeah. Go back and listen to that episode. Huge difference. And it's a mindset because all of a sudden you're turning the attention away from, you're, you're putting the attention on the we instead of the you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we could talk probably for 20 more minutes just on the, the complaining about your spouse. So challenge to you, don't complain about your spouse. Yeah. Yes. It's okay to have somebody to share some of your struggles with, but make sure it's somebody you can trust. Yeah. Choose wisely, choose wisely and make sure it's somebody who isn't going to look at your spouse in a different way or at your marriage in a different way. Because again, you're not complaining. You are just sharing, Hey, here's some struggles that we're experiencing, but you have to do it in a safe place where that person doesn't all of a sudden now look at your spouse and go, man, you guys have a horrible marriage. Well, and I think too, Brian, like if, if you 
don't have struggles in your marriage or if you know your friends who are married we all go through struggles right and if if you have if you have friends that are like man everything's great like we don't struggle we don't have any struggles they probably do they just don't feel ready to share those struggles and and again I think that when you know it it goes back to um the verse in Galatians Brian right we carry each other's burdens and I think that um when we share with people our struggles um that's where healing can start to happen again there's accountability in that um just going back choose wisely and um don't complain constantly about your spouse all right let's move on number two we've got a great list here number two when things get tough the world says it's okay to stay late at work at night or to leave early in the morning for work and what do we mean by that when things get tough it's real easy to go you know what i really don't want to come home hmm. and i know this and think about this in a non-covid world right a lot of us are working from home but when there is tension in a marriage it's easy to stay late at work and find something else to do. And so you're coming home at 7, 7.30, 8, 8.30, whatever it might be. Or the opposite, when things get tough, the world says, hey, just just go to work early. Yeah. You know, wake up before the kids wake up. Wake up before your spouse wakes up. Go to the office early and escape whatever that tension is. But I also think COVID has um, played um, a huge part in, in marriages that are that lead to fighting, right? Because you, you are home together. If you're a husband and a wife that you now are working from home, that could cause a, a another factor in, in fighting, right? Right. And, and I think too, it's easy to get lost in your work, even if you work from home, you, you know, uh, I mean, it's well, almost I've, easier. I've, yeah. <laughs> I've worked from home for 17 years now and you're right. It's Hey, Brian, when are you coming up for dinner? And then, oh, a few minutes. And then an hour later, I'm still, yeah. I found a new project to start or a project to finish or whatever. It's, I mean, it's real easy to put work. And I, and I don't want to get too judgmental here, but I would, th- I think sometimes for men, it's even more because we were wired to, to provide, right? It doesn't mean that there's not women in the workplace, but we have such a different mindset of like providing for the family that laser focus, that intensity, it's easy for easier for us sometimes to get caught up in that mindset of work, 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 work. Yeah. And, and it's real easy to go when things are tough, I'm just going to, I'm going to pour myself into work and you're using all your energy into your work life. And what really is suffering is your, is your marriage. And if you have kids, your family is suffering Mm. because as husbands and as fathers, we have way more of a role as a husband and as a dad than as a, as a career worker, yeah. as a, as a career person. Yeah. Right. All right, let's move on. That That's a, I don't want to, I don't want to glaze over that one. That one's important. So if you, if you, uh, find yourself spending more time at work than with your spouse, we got to be aware of that. Yeah. And, and make small changes, right? Yep. And I mean, again, it goes back to, you have to have good communication with your spouse spouse to say, you know, Hey, we need it. We need to change something. And where does that change need to happen? Um, number three, when things get tough, the world says it's common to grow apart after a few years. Oh, this is a big one. This, 
this is something we hear all the time over and over and over and over and over and over and over again brian you know what breaks my heart is it's it's just so nonchalant it's just kind of like yeah well we 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 grew apart like what how how, no like you just didn't grow apart like (laughs) major things had to have happened before you just realized that you were growing apart there are there are very few things that we've encountered in our marriage mentoring within our ministry the last five, six years that bother me more than this. Mm. This is the one that when a husband, especially a husband, because I feel like as, as a husband, I've got, you know, a little more direct communication with a husband when, when we're dealing with a, a marriage, when they say, you know what, we just grew apart. Mm. <laughs> no, you didn't hear us very clearly. You did not grow apart. You are not growing apart right now. You are just not growing together. Mm. That's the that's the issue. Yeah. It's not that you're growing apart. You just didn't grow together. Yeah, you're making a decision to not grow together, to be teammates, to work side by side in, you know, in a marriage. Well, when you are dating, you have to be very intentional. Communication phone calls, text message, dates. Yeah, you long for all that stuff. And and you were putting in so much work into it because you you wanted to be with that person, you wanted to to get to know them, spend time with them, and so it was very very intentional. And over the years that starts to fade. And so when that starts to fade, you feel like you're growing apart mm-hmm. because all of a sudden you have your own separate lives. Yeah. Husband's doing his thing, wife's doing their thing, the kids are doing their thing, and you're just not growing together. Again, we could spend an hour <laughs> more than that on just this t- uh, just this phrase. When things get tough, it's okay to grow apart. No, it's not. That's what the world says. Yeah, it is not okay to accept the fact that you're growing apart. Yeah, if you feel like you're growing apart, you have to make a change to grow together. And, and acknowledge that you know when you feel that separation, when you feel that there's a division in your marriage, that is the red flag. You know and you can continue down that path or you can have those hard conversations. Again, it's not, those conversations aren't, um, they aren't, they don't happen to cause a fight. You know, all of these things that we're going through, Brian, I mean, this is what causes fights in a marriage, right? You know, when, when a spouse is staying late at work and they come home, I guarantee you, Brian, there have been times that a wife has been waiting for her husband and he comes home from work two hours late and is, is just exhausted. And I, and I get it, right? I mean, long work day, sometimes you can't handle that. But if you are not in a healthy place in your marriage, what is that wife going to feel like? Does she feel warm and fuzzy and com, you know, t- full of compassion when her husband comes home? Probably not. There's a source of tension there and she is viewing it as work is more important than family. And then that's when the fights start. So all of these things, like when the world says, you know, we're correlating that this, these are where fights start and, and how can we help you, the listener, you know, recognize these things and make small changes. And I think when, when we are dealing with fighting or tension in our marriage, it has to, number one has to be communication because Brian, I'm really good about holding in my emotions until I can't take it anymore. And what do I do? 
You spray. I spray. I'm like a skunk, and I and I, I just spray you. And, and what do I do? And you're a turtle, and and you just you you clam up. You go back into your little shell. Leave be, me alone. And leave me alone. And then I spray more, and the more I spray, and I'm hitting you on your turtle shell, you don't come out. And and again, it has taken us years to realize um, that fighting in a marriage. One, we always say we don't have time to fight. But, but we have to address it at that moment. And are we perfect at it? Absolutely not. But, you know, I want the listeners to understand that the things that we're saying, these, these examples of what the world says, you don't have to follow those things. You can be different, you know, and and you can say, no, I am not going to do that. And when your spouse comes home late from work or, um, you know, you feel that you're not growing apart instead of making it into a fight or instead of allowing it to become a fight. Did you mean if you, 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 you said you meant if you feel like you are growing apart or if, yeah, yeah. if you feel like you are growing apart, you know, take the time to have the conversation and, and communication is so very important. And a lot of the times fights happen because of miscommunication, right? Yeah. Um, and so I just want the listener to understand like, you know, the things that the world says, you don't have to take part in. You don't have to be a part of if you know that that's going to cause tension in your marriage. Well, and here's the thing. All of, the, all of these phrases, there are times that, like you said, Shale, you can't help but stay late at work or you have a project that you have to go in early, but it goes back to communication. Hey, Shayla, huge project at work this week. I'm going to be working late every night. Yeah. Probably not going to make it upstairs from my office until after 6 or 6.30. So if we want to do dinner as a family, we need to eat late. Yep. Okay. Thank you for letting me know. Expectations. There we go. Right? Then there. Hashtag winning. Yeah. Right. It's you. But what we're talking about is the pattern of running from whatever tension you have, staying late at work in with with no project going on mm-hmm. or leaving the, the house early to go work because you don't want to be because you want to get away right yeah. right and, and again it goes back to Shayla it goes back to like you said it, it has to be communication and, and like you said it's about being different Romans 12 2 do not conform to the patterns of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind mm. it's our, such a good verse our be different podcast our be different marriage experience our be different marriage mentoring is built on that verse do not conform to the patterns of this world. Mm. When the world says, uh, these things are facts. There are going to be times when you feel like you're growing apart. So when you start to feel like you're growing apart, figure out something to do to grow together. All right, let's move on. We're going <laughs> to, are we on, what number are we on? All right, number next. Number next. Um, when things get tough, the world says, it's okay to look at divorce as an option. We live in a world where when things get old... Or you, difficult. You turn it in. You get a you, new one. You, you recycle, recycle it. it. Our cell phones get a year old, 18 months old, 24 months old. Get a new one. Our cars start to get some high mileage. Get a new one. Right? We talk about this all the time. When things get tough in a marriage, the world says it's okay to look at divorce as an option. From a biblical standpoint, we will tell you it's not okay to look at divorce as an option because whatever you are experiencing right now with your spouse, it will carry on into your next relationship. And you can sit here and tell us, hey, Brian and Shayla, no way. I'm getting divorced. I'm never dating again. I'm never getting married again. 
we're telling you right now, you might feel like that in the moment, but we were built for community. You will get lonely. You'll start to find somebody. You'll, you'll look for somebody else. You'll get another relationship and you'll say, this is the best thing ever. You'll get married and whatever junk you're hanging on to right now, going through, it will follow you. I want to say, and guess what? It will show up again. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can suppress it as much as you want, but, but it will come back. So yeah. I'm just challenging you. Don't listen to the outside world telling you divorce is okay. Divorce is an option. Please fight for your marriage. Go to counseling, reach out to us, let somebody in your circle that you trust. Don't just give up and go, you know what? We can't, we're not going to make it. Let's just get divorced. Yeah. Please, please, please. Well, and I think too, Brian, um, in a marriage, you have to learn how to problem solve in a way that's still out of love and respect. Um, nothing irks me more than when I hear that couples fight and, you know, I, I hear, you know, the husband or the wife will just say, well, fine, file for divorce, you know, and, and they use that phrase as, as a weapon. And if, if you, if you are married and this is a phrase that you use in your marriage, stop. Because if you have kids, that's what your kids are hearing. They may not understand, but just throwing around loosely, well, fine, divorce me, find somebody else, you know, whatever it might be. It, it's not to be taken lightly. And I, I mean, Brent, I look back, we didn't even have kids at the time. Um, but I remember we, we never used the word divorce in, in even the darkest times, um, we thought about it, but neither one of us wanted to file for divorce because we, we just didn't want to, you know? And I remember Brian's th thinking, well, Brian's going to file for divorce first. Um, and that wasn't the case. I was the one who filed for divorce and, and I, I'm just, I'm encouraging you as a listener right now that if you and your spouse when you are in a heated discussion and you start throwing around the word divorce, stop. Are you using it as a weapon? Are you using it as a threat? That's not really what you want. What, what God wants is restoration in your marriage. So stop using the word divorce. Don't think of your spouse as something or somebody who's replaceable. No, God created your spouse for you embrace that and stop having this, you know, mentality of she's old, he's old. I'm, you know, I'm better off without them. And, and, and we, we have to, we are, we live in a society, like you said, Brian, where everything is like, well, just go to the store and get it new. And we, we can't with our marriage. We cannot even, th even start to think about our marriage as, I mean, I, I can't imagine saying I do and going, okay, in five years, I'm going to be divorced. And then I'll find somebody else. Like we, we live in a society, in a world that things that we watch, the things that, you know, flood our minds, it, it it's, it's louder right now than what the Bible says about marriage and divorce is not an option. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Uh, Shayla, I want to hit. I want to hit the pause button on this week's episode. Uh, I'm going to throw a curveball to you, and I, th- I think we should pick up our list next week. Okay. Okay. I, I th- because there's, I don't want to rush through the second half to the, the second half of this list. There are there are some more there's some more great phrases here that when the world says when things get tough, the world says, and I, and I don't want to I don't want to go through them so quickly that we don't drive home the point. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I think there's value in in going part one, part two of fighting for your marriage, not in your marriage. Because here's the thing. When these phrases come into play, the temptation, it's real. And and there's a spiritual battle going on every single day for your marriage. Because if, if, if the enemy can destroy your marriage, he's destroying the family. Yep. And if he's destroying the family, he's destroying society. Right. And, and so we want to continue this next week. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll turn the question to you. Is the grass greener on the other side? And and these these phrases, that's what it really boils down to, Shayla. Is the grass greener on the other side? Because we think it is, right? People think it is. Well, things are tough, so it's got to be better over there. It's not. Yeah. It's not. We're, we are here to tell you when you fight for your marriage, our mindset, our marriage changed when our mindset changed. When we, we made the decision to stop fighting in our marriage, but fighting for marriage, everything changed. Yeah. And, and you went over it pretty quickly, and we're going to end with this. But when we started the podcast, you were throwing out the word fight a couple times. Like, do we fight? Do we fight? And we kind of joked. And we said, well, we'll answer that question. You went over it very quickly. <laughs> and you, I was going to stop you in that moment, but I was like, I wrote it down over here. And I, so I'm going to wait until we get to the end of the podcast. So I'll ask you the question. Do we fight? The answer is no. And why not? We don't have time. We, we do not have time to spend fighting against each other. I would much rather, Brian, have a conversation, even if it's a hard conversation, right? Come to an agreement. And, and, and again, maybe, um, not maybe, next week we'll talk about, you know, how, how do you come to an agreement um, when there is... Uh, turmoil when there is a fight but Brian you and I do we have it perfect absolutely not but we know what what works best for our marriage you know and and we'll talk about it next week I'm gonna make some notes about how you know how do we shift our mindset from you know I, I think there's a difference again between a fight and an argument or even a fight I don't even like argument in a, in a discussion right we discuss a lot but I don't think that we we fight because we spent <laughs> almost two years fighting in our marriage. Yeah, and we always say we'll never get those two well, years. Yeah, back. and we're we're never going to get to that point again. Um, so, do we fight in our marriage? No, we don't. We don't because we don't have time. We don't have time. And and you can steal that phrase from us. We're giving it to you. Implement it in your marriage. When you have that mindset, think about this. We've been married. It'll be twenty-two years later this year in twenty-one. It has gone by like that mm-hmm. at, at, at the snap of a finger. We, we're going to blink and we are going to be married for 40 years, 50 years potentially. And this life is over. It is so quick. Why waste it fighting? Yeah. If you're a parent, you don't have that many years with your kids. Why have tension in your family and in your marriage? Why fight and waste the days and the months 
And some of you are wasting years fighting. Yeah. And so we just want to challenge you and encourage you. You don't have to fight. There are ways to fight for your marriage, not in your marriage. And the next time you decide to have a fight or you want to pick a fight, just think about we don't have time to fight. And I promise you, when when your mindset becomes that, the whole idea of fighting for your marriage is so much more powerful than fighting in your marriage. Yep. All right, you got to come back next week. We uh, we hit the pause button on today's topic. So next week we'll do part two of fighting for your marriage, not in your marriage. Uh, if you have questions for us, you can email us at info at anguishedhearts.com. We'd love to answer your questions. We'll even answer them on, on the podcast. Yeah. So if you've got questions about your marriage, about life, about being different, parenting, anything, let us know. We'd love to answer your questions here on the podcast. Hit that subscribe button. If today's topic and content helped you, encouraged you, please share it. Um, encourage somebody else. Share it with your spouse. Listen to it with your spouse. Have a discussion. Uh, we're so thankful that you keep coming back. Uh, so grateful to have you part of our community. And we will catch up with you next week. So this week, very specific, in your marriage. Don't fight in your marriage. Fight for your marriage and be different. Be different.